Good morning, everybody. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project, Morning Coffee with Vince Taglavia. I'm your host, Vince Taglavia, live with you every Monday through Friday at 8.30 a.m. Pacific, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time to discuss the news and events of the world. And here we are on November 3rd, 2023, to do just that. Today's Friday, so I like to take a little bit, uh, take it easy. We'll talk a little bit about news, but we'll talk a little bit about uh, some memes and laugh and joke about things that have happened over the week as well. Um, I did want to start with this video. I think, we, by the way, we may be having issues on DLive right now. I um, am not able to verify the streams uh, up. Everything looks okay except the actual stream itself. So let me know if you guys see what's going on over there. I've got some viewers in the chat. Good morning, Darren, and good morning, RMU, and Quiet Toad, and everybody else. We're going to get right into things. Let's start with this as I try to work this stuff out. Yesterday, Trump started his speech with uh, uh, by saluting and listening to some, uh, the Star-Spangled Banner. Uh, it says uh, Jack Poso posted this. He said that President Trump opened his rally yesterday with the recording of the January 6th prisoners singing the star-spangled banner from inside the dc gulag he stood and saluted the entire time and it's a great version of the song so let's watch Justice for all. 
<sighs> Such a wonderful song there, man. Well, let's go talk about a little bit of finance here. The markets are up today. <laughs> the markets look great on paper. That's where we're at. Uh, hey, thank you. Thank you so much, Patsy. Yeah, the economy looks great on paper. Um, markets up almost 1% or more across the board. Gold just surpassed $2,000 again this morning. It's at 2001 exactly. Silver, $23.29. And uh, here we go. Job gains slow. Unemployment ticks up as auto strikes weigh. Uh, they say here that the U.S. economy added 150,000 jobs in October while unemployment ticked up in another sign of a labor market cooldown. So this is causing this uh, uptick in the market here. But uh, inflation is still really high. Things are super expensive and there are wars breaking out around the world. Well, sorry. Well, there's the doom and gloom for the day. I have this video about young people. Why are young? Why are so many young people quitting? And it's just... Somebody put a little video together kind of with their opinion on how things currently are in uh, in our world. So many young people don't trust the system. It's because this is America 2.0. Brainwash kids for eight hours a day until they're 18. Tell them they have to go to college and go 100K in debt or they'll never succeed. Make student loan debt unforgivable, more expensive yearly, and yet their parents' tax dollars go to those same schools. Make it illegal to have unpaid internships where you actually learn rather than just theorize. Pressure the top performers to go into two of the most uncreative jobs out there, Wall Street and consulting, or idealize startups that will require sleeping on floors, racking up massive debt from VCs so one out of 10 of them can end up on the cover of Fortune, then get mad at them for not working hard enough in quiet quitting when they can't afford houses, they hit their jobs, and their loans keep stacking. If that doesn't keep their heads down, then send them to war in a foreign land. We have to fix America 2.0. That's why kids don't want to keep playing this game. Yeah, and I mean, we do see huge issues with with people and it's not just young people we all live in the same world that's upside down and crazy i mean the way that that we go about this is completely uh backwards unfortunately universities and colleges are completely corrupt and making more and more profit every single year and uh yeah it's quite broken and it's very discouraging i imagine for somebody who's just uh learning who they are and getting out of high school and going into college or, you know, a lot of people don't even get through high school or they don't even get to high school. They're dropping out younger and younger, living off the state, having babies they can't afford. Uh, well, I think, uh, I think Trump could make improvements with that here. I really do. And uh, obviously Biden is not, but let's, let's move on. I think that was a pretty good, uh, breakdown rpg said go to trade schools i like that I, I went to a trade school personally my brother went to a trade school a lot of my friends went to trade schools and are doing quite all right so yeah that's actually a great way to do things you learn a trade you get right into the workforce generally they're pretty short term um it's a pretty short-term endeavor and it's a good opportunity for a lot of people out there we talked a little bit yesterday about trump wanting to basically have a university that's free a university that's free. Wow, what a novel idea. And uh, some people might be like, Vince, that's commie. That's communism. Well, I, you know, I think that that 
would be a benefit and uh, it would be an interesting debate. Would free college be communist? I mean, if it's benefiting all society and uh, there aren't really, it's not like full-fledged communism. I don't know. This is an interesting thought. Is it? Is it? I don't know. Anyway, I like the idea. Uh, I think it gives a lot of opportunity. Everything we need to know is on the internet anyway. So many people learn so many things on the internet. It's pretty remarkable. Uh, Sparky tried to do a trade school out of high school, but recession. Well, Sparky, you made a great recovery now. You made a great recovery. And here I am now, a Sparky and loving it more than someone with a psych major. <laughs> right? There you go. Yeah, that's a good gig right there. Sparkles. All right. Well, Trump went on to Truth Social. He put a message out this morning. He says that our country is under the highest level of threat ever. And yet all the DOJ and FBI want to do is go after Donald Trump and his family. Sad. And he's absolutely right. The FBI came out and said that, well, there's a terror alert. Be on the lookout. Keep your head on a swivel. All this kind of stuff. Terrorists in our country. and uh, But they're still focusing on Trump. Corruption. Uh, we had a reporter uh, approach Jamal Bowman, the man who pulled the fire alarm in order to interrupt an official proceeding. He was fined a measly, I think, $5,000. And let's watch. Did you uh, plead guilty to knowingly pulling that fire alarm when you said that you didn't know it? Initially, you told all of us you didn't know there's a fire you know, alarm. We're still talking about this, man. That's behind me. That's been adjudicated. We're done. Pay the fine, move forward, and three months will be dismissed. But you weren't, you didn't, you weren't straight about what happened initially. I was very straight. I was straight from the very beginning. You so, said you didn't know, though. I was straight from the beginning. Someone yes. did invoke that today on the House floor, though. What's that? About that incident, the fact that you had Come been, on, man. You've actually pleaded guilty, and he is still just being charged. Hmm. Yeah, whatever, man. That's all good. Any other questions about anything else? But, but can you just explain why you no, said that man, initially? We already talked about this. Anything else? All right. Peace and love, y'all. Wow. What? This is uh, Jamal Bowman. I, I can't believe it that this kind of this kind of uh, behavior is just allowed to these people are allowed to skate by. Um, he's a U.S. representative, New York's 16th congressional district since 2021, pulled a fire alarm, lied about it, later said pled guilty to pulling the fire alarm, which is a misdemeanor, falsely pulling a fire alarm in House office building. And uh, he's just a damn liar. That's what he's just a damn liar. It's very sad. These are the people. These are them. That's just crazy, isn't it? Isn't that just nuts? Uh, yeah, he should be out of there. He should definitely just be out of there. Thank you. Uh, thank you, RPG, for the two ice cream donation. I appreciate that. Hey, good morning, Astro Sweet and Lisa and uh, everybody. Thanks for joining. Darren, let's move onward here. Uh, this was an interesting post I saw yesterday. Uh, election betting odds. This is fun, kind of fun. Let's take a look at this. Thank you to uh, uh, Insurrection Barbie on Twitter for posting this. Uh, just the betting odds right now. <laughs> if you're a gambler, you might have seen this. And uh, this is just the chances of the various uh, candidates winning uh, the GOP, uh, D the, D the Dem nomination, GOP nomination, and the U.S. presidency in 2024. 
Uh, and you see all the various percentages here. Dem nomination 2024, Joe Biden 71.4%, followed by Newsom 13.2%. GOP nomination of 2024, Donald Trump 75.6%, followed by Haley at 10.6%, DeSantis at 7.1%. U.S. presidency 2024, Donald Trump 34.6%, Biden 32.8%, just actually a very small margin, which is interesting. Are people still that stupid? Or maybe just people think Biden's going to win because they're going to cheat. you got to remember, I mean, people might be like, they're going to steal it again. There's no way they're going to give up power, so I'm going to put my money on Biden, right? I don't know. So it's interesting here. Uh, if anybody's placing any bets on president this year, I'd be curious to know. You could uh, share that um, with me on Twitter or on our private social network, socialredpill.com, socialredpill.com. Uh, is our private social network. It's free to create an account. You could get in contact with myself and Josh there. So just some betting odds. Very interesting. And I think it's kind of funny here too that uh, Christy, they had Carlson's on here, Tucker Carlson, Michelle Obama's on here too. Um, but these ones in particular, uh, Pompeo, Carlson, Christy, Cotton, uh, and others have a less chance of winning according to these bets than a random person jumping into the GOP nomination, <laughs> which is just interesting. Same thing on Biden's side. Some random person has a better chance, according to people, than Kamala Harris, according to these bets of the Dem nomination. Interesting. <sighs> we all know what will happen if there's no cheating. I think that Trump will win in a landslide. I really do. Pronounced Astro Sweat. Oh, Astro Sweat. Thank you. Yeah, I'm gotcha. Thank you. All right. I just thought that was cool. Um, I shared that on Twitter. If you guys want to check it out, reshare, take a closer look at it. Uh, moving on. We figured out what happened to Kamala's neck. Have you guys seen Kamala Harris's neck? People talk about it. They say, what the hell is going on? Some people even say, oh, she's wearing a mask. That is not real. Uh, let's see. Kamala Harris's neck. It's not my proudest thing to search on the internet. Um, let's see if we could find. Yeah, what the hell is going on? Uh, this is from October 30th. I think she was on CBS, some interview. And we can see her neck here. Let's take a quick look. There it is. I mean, I think the neck is something that ages pretty quickly once once you're aging. Uh, I could be wrong about that. But there's a lot of other strange pictures out there of her neck where it's just like questionable what's going on. And then, you know, the real crazy conspiracy theorists out there, it's a mask or it's, it's you know, it's plastic or it's, it's whatever. It's, yeah, all these people are puppets or something. Uh, they're all clones, right? Okay, I don't think so. But um, we figured out what is going on there. I think. I think we figured it out. Uh, thanks to this Twitter post. I connected the dots. Uh, the Daily Mail Online uh, posted an article, and it says that uh, the, a, doctor's claim, a doctor claims that oral sex has surpassed smoking and alcohol as the greatest risk factor for throat cancer. So, considering Kami Kamala is known for going horizontal 
or on her knees in order to go vertical in the political world. I think that she may have gotten throat cancer from all of all of the all of the things she had to do in order to get where she is. That's my theory. It's throat cancer. And uh, the Daily Mail Online kind of supports this theory with this article. Doctor claims oral sex surpasses smoking alcohol as the greatest risk risk factor for throat cancer. It's real. So that explains it. You're welcome. You're welcome, everybody. Mystery solved. It's not clones. It's not clones. All right. Anybody? Huh. I don't know, RPG. We'll have to reach out to her and make sure she's doing all right. Um, someone want to let her husband know before it's too late? Oh, he knows. They're freaks. Remember the hammer incident? And by the way, which uh, Nancy Pelosi. Oh, wait. Oh, her husband. Sorry, I was thinking of Nancy Pelosi, not not commie, uh, dirty knees Kamala. My bad. Um, I get all these crooks mixed up sometimes. This was interesting. This is starting to make its rounds on the internet again. Apparently, um, a while ago, years ago, CNN accidentally caught a lady stuffing ballot boxes on live TV in 2020. And it's pretty funny. Later on, they called it the most secure election ever. But here we have this video. You can see this woman right here casting her vote. Did you vote for Reagan or Jimmy Carter? Carter. Carter, okay. Oh, wow. How many votes? How many ballots do you have, lady? Well, we don't want to get too personal with people here. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny to ask, by the, by the way. I kind of like that reporter. He's got a little sense of humor, but unfortunately, he works for one of the biggest fake news organizations in the world. He's like, we don't want to get too close. <laughs> don't get too close. They aired that live. That's hilarious. Um, yeah, so now, but if you ask questions, you're dangerous to democracy. You know, she probably has a 15-person family, and they're all adults, and she's just dropping their votes off for them, okay? It's totally fine. job cnn some real accidentally they accidentally told the truth <laughs> what a tragedy um yesterday we had house uh wisconsin house speaker advancing articles of impeachment filed against wisconsin election administrator megan wolf after she allowed illegal ballot drop boxes all over the state and illegal enabled illegally enabled voting in nursing homes resulting in massive fraud so they're impeaching the Wisconsin election administrator over election over this bullshit election, which is wonderful. We're seeing some advancements with this election fraud being finally addressed slowly but surely. So that's great. Uh, HB, thy name. I'm almost 50 and my neck is losing its tautness. I'm getting a little flabby. Well, yeah, I mean, we're all on our way there. I think a lot of us can relate. Um, Salon.com, which is obviously a bullshit, bullshit website that I've never seen before. Um, propaganda bullshit. No one really goes here except like, who knows? But they published a really, really crazy article. Look at this. MAGA and Christian nationalism. Bigger threat to America. Than Hamas ever could be, than Hamas, than Hamas could ever be. 
even Mitch McConnell is trying to push back against Mike Johnson and the MAGA lunatics. It isn't working. Really? That's 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 wild to me. That's wild to me. Uh, okay. Sure. They really wrote that. That's crazy. And they wrote a whole article about it with their extreme feat of journalism. Look, Mom, I did journalism. This was published yesterday on Salon.com. Wow, it's pretty cool. Let's see what they're saying about science and health. I'm just curious. Is your floss toxic? That's a good question. I like that one. Hmm. Earth heating up faster than predicted. Ah! Dinosaur cannibalism was common study. Yeah, it's really, really lame. Where did vaccine mistrust come from? That's a great headline right there. Huh, I wonder. Maybe all the people dying suddenly. Turbo cancers on the rise. Uh, people just automatically feeling pain after being injected or falling ill and surviving uh, sometimes. I wonder... Let's look at some of the costumes that came out over the over Halloween, which just passed. I've been just saving these things for today. But first, actually, before we look into that, we've got this wonderful Trump impersonation by Sean Farash. He's so great. Let's listen. It's a Halloween related, so we'll just, you know, as we pass Halloween, just revisit this. It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, and many people are saying it. This isn't just the Great Pumpkin. This is the greatest pumpkin. I call it the perfect pumpkin. Like my phone calls, nobody's ever seen a pumpkin like this before. It's perfect. It's beautiful. It's orange. Everybody loves orange. It's round. Rounder than Chris Christie. A lot of people are saying that. Hard to believe. It weighs more than Chris Christie. It's even pulling better than Chris Christie. Could you believe mm -hmm. that? This is a beautiful pumpkin. It's handsome. And it is going to do great things. No new wars. It's going to build a wall. And it is going to make America great again. The great pumpkin, the greatest pumpkin, the perfect pumpkin has my complete and total endorsement. Believe me. <laughs> I absolutely love his impressions. Fantastic. All right. Um, I thought I had... Where are the costumes? Um, where are they? What is going on here? Oh, here we go. Let's jump forward to these. Uh, this is the first one. <laughs> Sarcastically, this person wrote, What are you all doing for Halloween? Are you dressing up? And this is an uncannily accurate costume. And this girl did a fantastic job. Let's watch. Telling you right now, that motherfucker, that motherfucker back there is not real. <laughs> That's so good. L listen, I'm Irvin. telling you right now. That impression is perfect. And she has the outfit of that airplane lady who, who uh, freaked out on the airplane. Uh, Wonder, I want to see the original. We could kind of compare here. Uh, if I could even find it. Uh, apparently a few people um, went for this costume idea, which is absolutely hilarious. That, you know, people that go viral, these memes are becoming that year's costume ideas. It's pretty funny. Uh, I can't find the original audio, unfortunately. Uh, wait. Yeah, here it is. Maybe they actually... I don't know if her impression is that good or if they edited it because listen to the original. But I am telling you right now 
motherfucker back there is not real. <laughs> oh, it sucks. I mean, I actually feel kind of bad for that lady. She obviously was having some kind of issue that day. Um, who knows? But apparently she came forward and then there was all this controversy. People were saying that's not her and all this. Who knows? Thank you, Qual, for the donation of the cookie. Appreciate that. <clears throat> Sounds like it's an edit. Maybe, Sparky. Hilarious, nonetheless. Let's look at another costume here. Uh, this time, kids, even kids are having fun, have sense of humor. They, they kind of know. They hear what's going on. Here's one. Thank you, uh, the Jackal, for sharing this with me on uh, Twitter. You Donald Trump? <gasps> yes, I am. Yeah. Anna, I'm Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Shut up. Anyway, I want this bag of candy. It's so huge to the rim. Are you Donald Trump? Yes, I am. You know. Anna, I'm Hillary Clinton. Shut up. Anyway. <laughs> In character and everything. I love that. That's so funny. <laughs> Trump and Hillary. Absolutely fantastic. Let's see. We got one more here. Uh, and, of course, a scarily accurate Joe Biden costume. Check it out. Joe Biden and Secret Service. Oh, oh. Mr. President, Mr. President, please, please. It's one step, Mr. President. Yes, good job. Yeah, that's fun. They had fun. They had fun. That's good stuff right there. The audio. The audio cuts out in the end there. Anyway, that's pretty cool. I was happy to see these people still having fun. All right, onward here. Let's uh, look at more crazy Wonderland stuff. And then we'll talk a little bit about some actual news. Don't worry. We'll have a one big story to cover, but there's nothing much going on. It's Friday. Got to start unwinding for the weekend. By the way, what's going on tonight? I don't know if I covered this today. I don't think I did. Tonight we have a special guest, David Whitehead. He's going to talk about his latest feature, um, uh, and be on conversations on the fringe with Josh Reed. Uh, let's go take a quick look at his uh, Twitter. I think he just released, I don't remember what number it is, of uh, Cult of the Medics. Uh, official release, The Overseers, Cult of the Medics, Chapter 10. It is available on Rumble now. I'll retweet this so you guys can find it. He just released this October 26th. It's a fantastic series where he talks about occult symbolism and all this kind of thing as it relates historically to medicine. And uh, there's 10 chapters. The 10th one was just released. You can find it at cultofthemedics.com. And David Whitehead is going to be with us live tonight at 6.30 p.m. to discuss that. So if you want to watch that in preparation and uh, join the conversation, then tune in tonight at 6.30 p.m. Pacific time. You can find it at cultofthemedics.com or on Twitter. Follow David Whitehead at TruthWarriorDad. So it's also available on Rumble. Uh, DW Truth Warrior is his name. The Overseers, Cult of the Medics, Chapter 10. Uh, I'll, write you the I'll read you the quick synopsis of this. He says, In this chapter, we continue our investigation into ancient cults of power and explore the concept behind this statement by Charles Fort. Quote, I suspect that, after all, we're useful, that among contesting claimants, adjustment has occurred. 
or that something now has a legal right to us by force or by having paid out analogs of beads for us to former more primitive owners of us all others warned off that all has been known perhaps for ages to certain ones upon this earth a cult order a cult or order members of which function like bellwethers to the rest of us or as superior slaves or overseers directing us in accordance with instructions received from somewhere else in our mysterious usefulness. Charles Fort book of the damned in 1919 wrote that David Whitehead asks, is there anything to this? Let's find out. Catch up on the first nine chapters for free at cultofthemedics.com and you can watch chapter 10 there as well and on rumble. So tonight, David Whitehead, we're very excited. So please tune in. It'll be a wonderful time. It'll be on all these channels, maybe on David's too. We'll see. Um, all right, back to the crazy wonderland. What the heck is going on? This person, uh, we see these people that are just crazy. Men think they're women. Women think they're men. Uh, while well, this man uh, was using his phone, and I guess on Snapchat, um, they have a feature where it takes a picture of you and then it converts you into a anime character and animates you. And so, you know, it'll look at you and it'll say, oh, you look like a, a man or a woman. It'll turn you into that character. Well, this guy gets upset that the AI can recognize that you're not a woman. Walter keeps misgendering me. Look. No. No fucking way. No way. Okay, we're going to try this. I have long hair. Hell no. Oh my god. 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 Okay, let's try again. I don't know how much of that's parody or what, but it's stupid and concerning. And this is a grown man mad that an AI recognizes him as a man. I'm it's just stupid. It's absolutely stupid. Uh, here's another crazy one. Uh, this time it's a woman. A woman who's upset that uh, while she's been, what, misgendered? They misgendered me. Disgusting. I just went through the Taco Bell drive-thru because I'm a whore for Taco Bell. And do you know how they greeted me? They said, hello, ma'am. And then after handing me my food, said, thank you, ma'am. Have a good day. Bitch, what, what about me says ma'am? I have a fucking red mullet. Yeah, because being a man just means you have a red mullet, everybody. What the fuck? People are nuts, man. People are absolutely nuts. Ma'am, did you forget to take your medication? Uh, South Park did a whole episode about this crazy, crazy phenomenon going on. I haven't watched it yet, but a clip came out, and it looks hilarious. Uh, I'll share this clip with you. I keep having the same dream. Everywhere I look, people are being replaced. Okay, and who do you think is going to have you replaced? Them. The puppet masters. The last time I had the dream, I was, I was walking down the school hallway. And then I see Butters, and he's like, hey Eric, you want to see what my mom had me for lunch? <laughs> and that's when I start to notice that something's wrong. Everyone I cared about has been systematically replaced. 
And finally, I want to scream, and I'm like, why are they replacing every single character with someone who is diverse? But then Kennedy's like, it's not our fault, it's because of Kathleen Kennedy. But then Kathleen Kennedy's just like, fuck it, make it more like. And everyone in town is like, no, please, Kathleen Kennedy, stop ruining everything. But Kathleen Kennedy is all like, put another gay diverse woman in it, make it more fucking lame. And the Disney going down and down and down. And the Bob Iger is all like, eh, no, but don't ever got that. No, Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> I love it. South Park always makes fun of everything. They don't care. So that's that's good. It's good. We need to laugh. There's not enough laughter going on. Uh, HB Thy Name says, I think she was saying she's too young to be a ma'am. Not that she was arguing her gender. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe. You might be right. I don't know. Well, let's look at more crazy people. Uh, people are sick. People are not okay. Here is a girl upset that a man uh, is listening to loud music on uh, public transportation. I believe it's a, a bus. So this guy has his music on his phone for everybody to listen to, which is, by the way, don't do that. That's incredibly rude to play music in public. Nobody wants to hear your phone. And nobody wants to hear your speaker conversation. I, uh-oh, bear with me. Sorry, folks. Um, bear with me as I just uh, make sure we're live. Test, test. Am I good? Um, all right, here it is. She's barking at him. Yeah, do not do not bark at somebody and say, "Do you want to beat me up? You want to beat me up?" Because eventually, someone's gonna punch you in the face, or worse. Just absolutely terrible. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot to give you an audio warning. I apologize. But yeah, just absolutely crazy. Thank you, Slupski. Ah, uh, just very, very immature, retarded. Uh, this one's kind of cool. This is climate people. Uh, people are sick of it. Uh, traffic being blocked while they're trying to commute and go to work. All this stuff. Steven, Steve Inman posted this video. He does commentary for a lot of these clown videos that we see. Just stop oil. We'll just stop the bullshit because you got people like this coming out beating the living hell out of these guys. Blocking the streets. Takes a kick to the spare ribs. Freaking A is soy frail. Kick at bones. And you have other methods of people just blowing smoke in their face. These people are idiots. Is it really worth the $15 an hour your government is paying you to stand out there to cause problems with everyday people just trying to get to work? Is it worth it? Holding all your signs, your shoes that are made of oil, cars and idol. You guys are friggin' hypocritical pieces of shit. Just oh, wow. oil. Yeah, Steve Inman's right. Steve Inman, what a great, great commentator. He focuses a lot on these crazy people. Why am I not following him? It's weird. I thought it was. 
Anyway, let's talk a little bit about some real news. What the heck's going on? Uh, thank you. I don't recall celebrating an eight-month sub streak. Black Jester donated four lemons. Grits donated two lemons. Thank you. I don't recall Black Jester and Grits. Thank you very much. No audio on clip. Oh, shit. Sorry. Uh, I'm not sure which clip. My bad. Um, should we, shall we go back? Which clip did I play? Uh, the Clown World one? Oh. All right. Well, I'm just going to play it again. I assume this one. The boil will just stop the bullshit because you got people like this coming out beating the living hell out of these guys. Blocking the streets. Takes a kick to the spare ribs. Freaking A is soy frail kick at bones. And you have other methods of people just blowing smoke in their face. These people are idiots. Is it really worth the $15 an hour your government is paying you to stand out there to cause problems with everyday people just trying to get to work? Is it worth it? Holding all your signs, your shoes that are made of foil, cars and idol. You guys are friggin' hypocritical pieces of shit. There, I'm not sure. Okay, I hope that's uh, better there. Anyway, um, let's talk a little bit about news. Just a couple things real quick. We're not going to go too deeply into it, but I know a lot of people tune into this just to figure out what the heck's going on in the world. So I do want to include a little bit of that. Uh, we had a breaking story last night. There was a security alert at a Duke Power nuclear plant after a man rammed into the gate, tried to hit multiple security guards. Shots were fired and he fleed. Uh, I wonder if there's been an update to this story, but this is just insane that stuff like this is happening all over. This was in Ockney, South Carolina, and there's no update to the story. Uh, he fled, and shots were fired during the incident. This is at a nuclear plant. So, just scary, scary stuff, man. The bus one? Oh, you don't want to hear that anyway. It's fine. She's just barking at this black guy, and she's like, "Do you want to fight me? Woo, woo, woo! Do you want to? You want to hit me? Yeah, it's just terrible. Just barking at him. It's actually terrible audio. I'm glad the audio didn't play on that. Uh, we're not gonna go back, but uh, thank you for letting me know, RPG. Um. Pentagon on Israeli Hamas hostilities says that we do not support a ceasefire. Uh, essentially, it's because they don't, um, because they, well, because of this. Uh, Netanyahu rejects a temporary truce with Gaza without hostage release. So they want the hostages released. They say if there is a ceasefire, that, uh, um, or truce, a ceasefire, they use all these different words that in the People argue they all mean different things, but essentially the same thing. Um, basically, they say, well, Hamas is going to regroup. They're going to recoup. They're going to come back and they're going to attack again. We cannot stop. They're going to, you want the terrorists to win? No, we can't have peace because then the terrorists win. Do you not care about the victims of the terror attack that just happened? They just want war, 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 war. They do want these hostages as well and people to be let out of that area that are in danger, which there has been progress made over the last few days with people getting out of there, thanks to people on the ground that are helping make that happen and cooperation in uh, allowing that to happen uh, from multiple fronts. We had the Hezbollah leader this morning warning of possible escalation and telling the U.S. your fleets will not scare us. Hassan Nasrallah 
said all options on the Lebanese front were open and the group was ready for all possibilities. He came out and did a big speech this morning that everybody was waiting for in anticipation and uh, suspecting that he might declare war, etc. Actually, it was kind of not that, uh, although it wasn't wonderful. Here's Mario Knopfel's uh, summary, which is pretty good. I think he does a pretty good job most of the time. He's not perfect, but he's decent. Uh, you can find me in some of his spaces once in a while, hearing out the different uh, people and what they're saying from all over the world. So he wrote a summary on the Hezbollah speech. No escalation, more of the same. He writes, the speech started po positively, distancing themselves from Iran and the October 7th attack and therefore the war. Quote, Operation Al-Aqsa Flood, which was, which, uh, was decided 100% Palestinian, its implementation was 100% Palestinian and its owners hid it from everyone, basically uh, denying that they knew that these terrorist attacks were going to happen in Israel. Onward. Nezrallah then started making threats, including to U.S. forces. This wasn't good and got me worried. He said, quote, we, we have made preparations for the American ships and we ask America to remember the defeats in Afghanistan, Iraq, Syria, and Lebanon. He also highlighted the risk of a regional war, but showed that he did not want that to happen. Quote, whoever wants to prevent a regional war must hasten to stop this aggression. Mario writes, lastly, and most importantly, he ended the speech stating clearly that he that they will not be escalating and instead will be patient. Quote, on the horizon, we are all fighting a battle of steadfastness. Our battle has not reached the stage of victory by knockout and will still need time, but we are winning. Conclusion, Hezbollah is unlikely to escalate and will continue the same tit-for-tat against Israel. They want de-escalation and do not, want, do not want to be further involved, at least not yet. That is Mario's take on the speech, and I somewhat, I agree with it. I, I think that makes sense. Uh, it makes sense indeed. Um, this story came out too. The Insider Paper reports that the U.S. is flying unarmed drones over Gaza in order to aid hostage recovery, according to the Pentagon, which is interesting. So, yeah, our drones are all over there. They're saying they're unarmed. It doesn't take much to arm them and put them back up. I hope I hope we don't see us jump into this thing and then this this just go on for twenty years. But I think that's the plan. They want a long war. We had the World Health Organization coming out and republishing a latest draft of the pandemic treaty to combat misinformation. It's a real bullshit uh, document. I was looking at it. Not fun. Just lame. But they really are trying to convince every country to give up their sovereignty. And, in, and for your health and safety... Get on board with the World Health Organization. So if anything happens, they can uh, help you. They want to help you. No, no thank you. Anyway, folks, tune in tonight. We've got the Daily Doses. I mean, not the Daily Dose. Tonight we have conversations on the fringe with special guest David Whitehead. You could catch up on the Cult of the Medics series at cultofthemedics.com or on Rumble and uh, join the conversation about the latest uh, Chapter 10, The Overseers. And uh, I hope to see you there. And that'll be at 6.30 p.m. Pacific time tonight. Redpills.tv is where you could catch all of our things, the Red Pill Project. We've got a lot of things coming down in the future. 
We've got new shows. We've got a little bit of schedule adjustments. We've got new stuff. So stay tuned. We're going to have a lot of fun. I appreciate you all. Thank you for tuning in. I'll see you all tonight. By the way, after the show tonight, we're going to have a private discussion uh, with Josh and myself and you guys, members of the Social Red Pill, socialredpill.com. And we're going to continue the conversation that's had during the live show with all of you. So thank you to all of our supporters who make that stuff possible and this possible. You can join at socialredpill.com. Contact myself and Josh if you're interested. Uh, Or if you uh, create a subscription account instead of a free account, you will gain access to that group. Inside the group you subscribe to, you will see the link for that chat after the show tonight. Contact myself or Josh if you have any questions or you want to try it out for your first time. See if it's of value to you. And if you want to support us further, that's great. If not, create a free account on socialredpill.com and just come say hello and enjoy all the free features of the web of the social network. All right, everybody. I'll see you all live tonight. Take care. God bless and Godspeed. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me Eye Patch McCain. <laughs> I, it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's a, it's collusive. It's uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And uh, you know that's the beginning of communism.